Welcome to the Dental Health and Wellbeing Podcast. Every month, Dr. Shilpa and Dr. Krish will share their tips and tricks about dentistry and shed some light on the best ways of maintaining your teeth. Now, introducing Dr. Shilpa. Hello and welcome to our fifth podcast. Today's topic stems from probably one of the most heard statements about visits to the dentist, which is, I hate going to the dentist. That's very funny. If I took a penny for every time I heard this statement, my piggy bank would be rather full. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) For Halloween this year, I just dressed up as me in my work clothes as a dentist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the sad reality that a lot of people just associate their dentist visits with fear and pain, probably because of their past experiences or some stories that they might heard from you know the family or their friends and then this gets passed on subconsciously to their kids just that dental anxiety and then this just creates that vicious circle that's right Weena dental anxiety or phobia affects oral health hmm. for example a small problem is often left to become a very big problem due to delays coming to the dentist This requires more extensive treatment. In contrast, if patients were regular attendees and did not defer these appointments because of anxiety, extensive treatment could be potentially avoided. True, true. The focus would then be on preventative measures to reduce the risk in the future. Okay. So is there like an age group or a certain patient background that's more prone to anxiety? I don't think so. Dental anxiety is quite common and can affect people of any age. It can start from little children who have never been to the dentist before to the older geriatric patients. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So what is it that actually causes dental anxiety or phobia in people? I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) It's, it could be a variety of reasons. For example, a traumatic dental experience in the past is one of the most common reasons for this anxiety. And even some, some sort of a previous trauma to the head and neck. And sometimes there's no real underlying cause besides being genetically predisposed to anxiety, depression, stress, or PTSD. Oh, wow. Okay. So there is a lot of reasons. Hmm. Hence, it's so important to get a very detailed history at each visit to help manage anxiety. Mm, I understand now, yeah. So the view that the mouth is a personal area and sort of accessing the mouth is like an invasion of personal space. So do you think that also adds to the anxiety? Absolutely. Mm. Some people also fear this loss of control when they're lying down in the dental chair, put back in a very rather vulnerable position. And some may have trust issues, which can also add to the anxiety. Then there's anxiety associated with other conditions such as agoraphobia, 
fear of being in situations where you feel you cannot escape. Oh, that's a fancy term. Or claustrophobia, which you probably might have heard. Mm, that's right. Fear of close spaces. Or obsessive compulsive disorder, where there's an obsession around cleanliness and can make access to dental care very difficult. Wow, okay. I've learnt a few new terms there. So I guess digging down to the root cause would then take some really good communication between yourself, Dr. Shilpa, and your patient, right? So how do you help your patients manage this dental anxiety? It really depends. It's not one solution for all. You know, it varies from patient to patient. As I like to start off with a very thorough medical and dental history to understand patients' fear so I can help them cope better. There are a few tested strategies that work like deep breathing, meditation, listening to our favorite music or the TV, sometimes painless needles for anesthesia, happy gas, anxiety relieving tablets or even referral for general anesthesia may be the solution for some patients gosh okay so there's definitely a lot of options there great is there something that patients can actually do themselves to prepare before their appointments totally it's all about preparing themselves mentally we can always schedule the appointments first thing in the morning so that they don't get worked up or fret about it all through the day. They can also start practicing breathing prior to their appointments and little things like that. Great, great, yeah. So I guess we do everything that we possibly can to make it that comfortable and pleasant experience and I guess these little things really do go a long way. Things like a good night's sleep, a good breakfast, just a nice cup of tea, some chamomile, it's nice and relaxing. And um, yeah, and it's great to see our patients coming in 10 minutes prior to their appointment just to relax in our massage chair and calm those nerves down. Yes, every little bit counts towards the overall experience and our friendly receptionists are always available for a good chat too. Yeah, there you go, yeah. So see, the main thing that I'd like to point out here is if you know what to expect, it reduces the fear. And you are absolutely amazing, Dr. Shilpa, at explaining all the treatment and procedures to your patients. Oh, thank you, Vina. thank you so much. Yes, I do like to spend time with patients so I don't have to rush and answer any questions that my patients may have to reduce their anxiety. Mm. Can you always tell, though, if your patients are anxious? Most of the time. You know, there's some obvious signs when people are stressed or anxious, like sweating and palpitations or visible distress. Sometimes people can faint or they can cry or show signs of panic or withdrawal. However, some people may hide these obvious signs really, really well, even though they're extremely anxious. Um, so it's very important to keep a watch. And I really do encourage 
everyone to talk about it and let us know how they're feeling so we can help them in the best possible way to manage their anxiety. Great. Thank you so much for that uh, insight, Dr. Shilpa. And as always, if any of you have any questions or concerns at all about your dental health or in regards to our appointments or if you haven't been to us before and would like to come and check us out, feel free to give us a call. Our motto is everyone deserves a beautiful smile. And we can totally help you achieve that. So take care and look after yourself. Thank you. Thank you once again for listening to the Dental Health and Wellbeing Podcast. For more resources, visit our websites, preventdentalsuite.com.au or warnerlakesdental.com.au.